you're listening to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we're talking about inspiration. Where do we get it, Sue? Where does it come from? Oh, who am I? (laughs) I ask myself. It is. It's really a self-discovery, don't you think? It totally is. And I feel like it's an identity crisis for so many people that come to us. They're like, who am I? And what are you, what are we going to do with me? Right. And imagine if you don't, didn't have us and like, you're just on your own trying to figure you out. It's really, really hard. It's paralyzing. It's paralyzing. And, but every client that we have goes through a design evolution where they're having to figure themselves out. And so this will be a really good, I don't know, a lot of takeaways I think you'll have from today and Mm -hmm. just trying to figure out what you love, what your house should be. Because again, you don't have to justify it to anybody else because this is your house. Yeah, and it should be meaningful. And so I don't want you to think while you're listening to this that you need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I'm like, well, I should just get rid of everything because everything I have is out of style and it's terrible. And so I need to say goodbye to the old me and, (laughs) you know, and adopt a whole new way of life. Because there are, there's parts of your history that are going to absolutely need to be a part of that home to give it soul and to make it feel like home still. And so how do we, how do we get inspired to start this new chapter that is them in, in their new way of life, their new home, their new, their new them. You know, we've, we've worked with a lot of clients. I can think one right now in Florida whose daughters are college age and they're really trying to, to like get her there. And she's having a hard time. And she's kind of in this place where she's paralyzed. She's like, ah, who am I? Right. Mm -hmm. Identity crisis. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a tricky thing, but I don't know if, if I feel like a lot of people, and we were just talking about this too, when we had Tom Felicia, he's a designer that we did a, a podcast with, um, that was talking about people that say, I'm a visual person. That means they're not visual. Most people. <laughs> it's the you, opposite you say, of being I'm a visual. visual person. I need to, see, I need to see everything. That means that you actually, you, you can't visual visualize it. You can't visualize it. And so you need the most, <laughs> you need the most help. Mm-hmm. So. And anyway. lucky for you, Suzanne can sketch. Lucky for you, I can sketch. Yeah. Uh, but but to that, I just want, I think so many people, we ask them, what's your style? And they don't know how to express it. Mm-hmm. It's hard for somebody that's not in this world of There's ours to express it. There's a lot of people in this world, it. too. That, like, yeah. I feel like Jess and I were talking about this the other day. It was just like, oh, I love mid-century, which is I think it's, that's cool. That's but great, but I, it's kind of a cop-out answer. Yeah. Say it right it's, now. it's every student. So it's every this. student coming out of interior design school that's like my style is mid-century. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, cool. I'm going to collect the Ames chairs. And you're like, fantastic. Yeah, what those else are, are going to put with it. Those are great, but like the whole house can't be that, or it will be a little flat, right? Yeah, totally. Or, and also, there was more things going on in the in 1950s yeah. than just the Ames chairs, right? Yeah, totally. So there was more glamorous things going on there is it's it was a whole movement yeah. you know and right now there's a lot more going on than modern farmhouse I feel like yeah. that's the number one thing that people kind of just like it's their cop-out answer not cop-out it can be you it's, it's a, fine it's a me too it's a me too there's just a lot of it going on and so now we're really trying to dissect you figure out who you are so you don't have to be the same as your neighbor yes celebrate you yeah so how do we start right like sue yeah. I'm going to lean That's on just, you for a minute because Suze yeah. is in the middle of creation. So is Corey. Yeah. Um, uh, Corey's in the middle of building a new home. Sue just purchased a home that she's renovating and she's on this journey with it and really like manhandling it ferociously. And 
getting after it. Um, a true artist. I also think your husband, Tom is a real craftsman and artist and you guys are trying to create something that's new and fresh out of a home that's existing, right? Yep. How are you getting inspired? How am I getting inspired? I'm getting inspired a lot on Pinterest. I've invited Jess to my Pinterest board. So she was just saying, I saw that you were pinning some stuff to the Fox farm. <laughs> She's named her home Fox farm. Yeah. yeah. My son's, and that's just what it is on Pinterest. But uh, my son's name is Nolan Foxhall. And so that's just a running theme. But um, I'm, be, I'm trying to be inspired and trying to make myself uncomfortable and searching out for different artists, different types of construction, different types, just something that I'm not, because I'm in this world, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to do something that I haven't seen, or I want to see my things interpreted in a new, fresh way. Yeah. Because I have, there's, you know, we don't want you to throw out everything that you've collected, mm-hmm. you know, that would make a really flat house. You need that stuff to bring soul back to your home because that last layer of the things that you've collected for your whole life your kids have given you, whatever it is, that stuff has a home in your home. Um, but it's just, how do we make it fresh? Yeah. How do we make it new? And so for me, I'm on Pinterest and I'm honest to goodness. It's who you follow on Pinterest who will inspire you. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're still following, you know, the same people that you have been for a long time and it's feeling kind of mundane, search out and look for someone else. Go to Kelly Wurstler, go to Allison, go, go to somebody else, follow their board and see what they're pinning. And as soon as you pin that thing that ignites you, you're just like, I haven't seen that before, but that's doing something to my blood. Yeah. It's like, it's like you struck a match, struck a match. And thank goodness for algorithms. When you pin that, it's going to put things like that in your feed and that's inspirational. Mm -hmm. And so that's just something, especially right now where I've had, I have a newborn. And so I'm sitting feeding babies a lot, you Mm -hmm. know, that's a way that I can get inspired right now since I'm not traveling, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm kind of stuck a little bit. And so, um, but it's a really great place to be inspired, you know? And so that's where I'm seeing a lot of my inspiration and just trying to like see dissect pictures Mm -hmm. that I see. And I try and really pinpoint, what do I like about that? Oh, I like the shade shape. Mm -hmm on that sconce. So I'll, you know, sometimes I'll screenshot it, I'll circle it and I'll put it in a separate folder for just like Foxhall design on my phone, mm-hmm. you know, so that I know I can go back to that folder when I go to the lamp house mm-hmm. and have him create a shade for me. Mm-hmm. I already have something that's already inspired me that got my blood going. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm getting inspired right now. Um, but yeah. you have to capture it. It's like a butterfly, right? Whenever you're inspired, you have to capture it in your net and put it in a place that you can reach out for it when you're not inspired, because yeah. that's when you're actually like, okay, I finally got a lamp base and now I know I can use that shade and that shade is saved in my folder and I can go to it. We were talking about this earlier and Corey, um, who's on the podcast with us, is a musician and he'll talk, you were talking about having a feeling or an emotion from an experience you had and needing to, at that moment right then, mm-hmm. write the lyrics, write the song title, um, start to write that mood and that feeling because that's, that's the space that you're in because you're, you've struck that match and you got to hurry and get it on paper so that when it, when you do go back to it, it's there, yeah. you know, cause you kind of feel it, right? Like I, I feel like we get our best ideas in the shower sometimes too. Yeah. And because we're not trying so hard to think, it's just like, you're letting it like come to you and, and, yeah. and you're letting it just like the idea, like just like flow through you and you're not thinking about it too hard. You don't have, to, and you don't have the pressure of like, I need to sit down and do this right now. Right. It's just like, it's just, it can just happen. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It can just come into your mind. And so you're never going to know when inspiration hits. And, um, 
you know, what feeling you want for your home. Or let's say that you're working on your primary bedroom, just a special space just for you or you and your significant other. And like, what do I want this to feel like? Well, I want it to feel like our honeymoon. And when we went to Bora Bora and we were on the water and remember that perfect day and it smelled like this and it felt like this and and you know the sound looked like that, and I kind of want to recreate that feeling. And I'm going to have the walls. Shirt you were wearing. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. But you can create off of that mood, right? You could mm-hmm. pin those photos from your anniversary into a primary bedroom folder, and then start to look for linen bedding and and a wall color that would mimic the water. And do you know what I mean? Some of those Materials. visual repetitions and textures and artworks, and even a diffuser that has the same smell as those one flowers or you know, or maybe yeah. you guys always go to Mexico once a year and bougainvillea grows there. And so you're like, oh, I want to get bougainvillea, you know, stems to put, you know, in a jar so that that's the, you know, that's the texture. Those, that's the floral arrangement that I look at whenever I come in. And so where you travel can also inspire you and it can be photos of a moment and that can translate into interiors. 100%. So when you're looking for inspiration in interiors, it does not mean you need to look at an interior design magazine. It can come from anything. Yep. Yeah. I remember for our attic kitchen, there was mm-hmm. a picture. We were on a hike or somewhere up in our mountains here in Utah. And there was just like, I took pictures. And as I was scrolling past them, there was this one tree that had like this moss growing on it. And there was just like something magical about the tones. I remember like having that be the springboard for like the colors that I was choosing. Mm. And it was so inspiring. I'm like, and you see something and all of a sudden it sparks. And you're like, that's me. Like it does something to you. So really pay attention to your emotions, just like Corey did when he's writing a song. Um, just like we try and do with any of our interiors, we want an emotional response from our clients. Yeah. We want an emotional response from ourselves when you're looking at something to just spark you. We want to zap you yeah. and be like, that is me. And truly when you find that those pictures, that's when we can really do something. That's when we can create a house with a soul. Totally. It's what we call emotional design. And we're looking for that reaction um, from a client and looking to pull that out of them so that they, I mean, some people cry when they're like, oh my gosh, how did you know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with the right cues and asking enough questions that that will lead us, you know, to that place. And then they feel like they can start jumping in. It's kind of like a, a double dutch jump rope game, right? Like mm-hmm. they start jumping too while you're jumping because now you're somewhere, you know, together. You've asked enough questions that you understand that, this 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 destination of Bora Bora is the feeling that they want for their bedroom um, because of all of these reasons and it's renewing and it reminds them of their relationship and all of these things. And so these things exist in your life. Um, you've probably traveled to certain places that are super meaningful. There's clues everywhere. Like Sue said, the moss, um, you know, it can be, I don't know, there's smells that are, you should really engage all your senses, right? Totally. Every one of them. So um, be, be thoughtful about that when you think about your favorite place. Like, what did that sound like? And what did it smell like? Mm-hmm. You know, what were the textures and, you know, the, the temperature of the day? And just like, there's a lot of things that can really evoke memories and feelings. And that can all be accomplished um, with interiors work, you know? As it should. We were talking to a client this morning. We were presenting kind of what we call a North Star presentation. And this is kind of what we ask you guys to do um, as you're starting a project. When you start to gather some of these images and put them in these different sections of your home or that one project that you're working on and start to create a North Star for you guys. And then you'll start to see those common denominators and then that'll get narrowed down. And 
Anyway, you'll have a few key images that you'll keep being drawn to. Anyway, for the North Star presentation, we do that for spaces and we show the client to get their feedback and say, you know, we've looked at your Pinterest. These are ones that we've added. These are ones that you've had. Which, what do you like about these different images? And anyway, and we start to ask those questions and we asked our client, she wasn't, they loved a couple of the dining room ones, but she, I wasn't getting a lot of response from her. And so I asked her, where's your, like, where's a favorite place that you've eaten? You've traveled everywhere. Mm -hmm. What's a favorite dining room you sat in or experience that you've had? And she's like, you know what? There's this one place that we go to in Paris. That's my favorite. It's called the, and she asked her husband, you remember this place? He's like, yeah, let me pull it up right here. And he pulled it up and it was that one image, you know, it got her going and it told us and our team exactly where we needed to take this space and what we need to draw like from because they get to have that moment in their house because you can do anything. That's the rad thing about design is you, it doesn't have to be a me too. You don't have to buy that set. Like you can do anything. And that's, that's the space that you're going to want to stay in and invite your people into. I love that. Yeah. That's so great. Um, talk a little bit, Sue, about when we were creating Tiger Oak um, yeah. for the first time. Yes. Uh, we, our, our client, she wanted, we were doing her kitchen and we had this China cabinet, a display cabinet that wrapped itself around two refrigerators. So an entire wall had refrigerators in the middle and then surrounding it were cabinetry that was glass front. So you could see into the cabinets and you proposed a certain set of colors. Yeah. There was this one like kind of color theme that we were like trying to take into the living room and then we're like, oh, let's pull this into into the kitchen. And it was this kind of current raisiny color. And, and we never got like the right reaction from her on it. And there was like the snake skin wallpaper in the back and it was really rad. I think anybody, and even her, she would say, yeah, that's, that's cool. She's like, I don't know about it yet. I don't know if it's me. And so we asked her just like, send anything that feels like you. And, and that night she sent us a picture um, that was posted on unapologetic unapologetic dopeness the account on instagram which y'all should follow them because that's an awesome name thank you unapologetic dopeness um of oh, this this rad girl in this in this outfit that was olive green and like fuchsia bright pink mm -hmm. and as soon as we got that we knew what to do we're like hey the the cabinet needs to be olive green but that shot inside that cabinet needs to be fuchsia mm -hmm because that will get her going. And like, she'll remember that photo. She'll remember her response to it. And she'll mm -hmm. be like, and then we ended up like shifting the color in the living room. Cause she fig finally figured out what she was drawn to. And it wasn't what we were pitching to her and a lot. And it's okay. You can't offend, you can't offend us as designers. Oh. And so this house isn't for us. It is for you. Mm -hmm. And so really, and we, we tell that to every client from the get go, like really be honest, be honest with us, be honest with yourself, because this is for you. Yeah. It's expensive to build a home. It's expensive. These decisions you're making, yeah. so make them emotional. That's when they're long lasting and that's when they don't go out of style. Mm -hmm. People always ask us that, like, what will stay in style? What will be the most classic decision I can make that I won't tire of? And the decision you won't tire of is something that you truly love that, you know, is you a hundred percent, you and your family and draws from those experiences because those experiences are yours, not anybody else's. Yeah, I love that so much. And it was, uh, you know, and it was one of those things that editorially was fascinating and ended up becoming Kitchen of the Year and was the cover of House Beautiful Magazine. It won the Parade of Homes, Best in Show. So it ended up being something that everybody was applauding and so stoked over, but it was just because it was so uniquely 100% her, mm -hmm. you know, and came from a really genuine space. Yeah. And each of you guys has that living within you. Yep. Um, I think that... 
while you're trying to get inspired, one thing that you could do, uh, depending on how old school you are, maybe you don't use Pinterest, maybe you do. Um, that is a really easy tool. We find, um, I don't know if I should admit this on a podcast, but we find hows in- incredibly difficult and mathematical to use. Men really like hows. So if you are a man listening, you're going to really like that app. Um, I'm not sure why Pinterest. You like Pinterest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Pinterest is easier. Have you used hows? Yeah, tried to. Okay. It's, it's a little bit like clunky for me. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm not sure why men like that better, Sorry, but I, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Not sponsored by house. <laughs> um, anyway, I think Pinterest is really intuitive and super easy to use. And like you said, you go to something, you love it, and then it automatically you know, populates images below that are similar. And then you're like, then you're doing this dance and it's super fun. Besides Pinterest, you could also have um, some sort of um, mood board or a board that you have on a wall in your house and you could pin things to it. And that does not mean that it needs to be pictures of rooms. It can have pictures of rooms. It can have, uh, you know, a piece of ribbon, a little bit of a, of some fabric. It could have I don't know, a piece of carpet, a tapestry, a picture of food, a picture of food. Oh my gosh. Food is so gorgeous. The colors and textures. Yeah. And so it's, it's just anything that's going to inspire you a picture of you when you were sun kissed and um, laughing, you know, and it's a feeling. And so I think as you start to pin all of these things on a board that give you a feeling, Mm -hmm. you'll start to see common denominators across the board. Right. And it will make you happy. Uh-huh. You'll look at it and it'll make you happy. And if there's something up there that like you're just, you're trying to convince yourself into it, maybe it shouldn't be up there. Yeah, totally. And this can start to be the energy um, that becomes a space that you want to create, you know, and you can even hang that thing in the room that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will start to, it will start to talk to you and tell you what it is that makes you happy, what it is that turns you on. You know, I have a girlfriend, um, her, her handle on Instagram is the clay maven and she makes handmade pottery and we sell it at Alice Lane and she loves the color green. And she just recently painted her studio where she throws the pots. I believe she did the walls black and her big, huge table green. And most of the pottery she makes is either black or white. Anyway, it's such a beautiful dynamic space and speaks to her soul. And it's just like a place where she can go and create. Um, Right now we're working for a client uh, here in Utah, actually. And um, we just barely finished design on her closet, which is going to be one of the most fantastic closets of all time. Um, She loves, loves, loves clothes. And one thing that she's loved her whole life is Barbies. And she's actually my same age, so mid forties. And she's collected Barbies her whole life and really has been wanting a place to put all of her Barbies and wondered if we could put them into the closet. The closet is maxed out for, um, for being able to really be able to hang and fold all of her inventory that she has. Inventory is clothes. Yes, just so much of it. I love that word. Actually. Oh my gosh. A, feels like inventory. It's basically yeah. a store. So yeah. I'm just calling it inventory. Um, so we were like, so she came to us with her favorite shoe, which is a hot pink Louboutin, hot pink leather, and then obviously the red bottom. So you've got this really cool clash of pink and red going on. And she was like, can we incorporate these colors into the closet? And she had another space in the home, which is her office. And we knew she wanted to display hundreds of Barbie dolls. And we were like, let's make that office the hot pink color, tie in the red, 
and get shelving that will hold this Barbie doll collection along with her cabinetry and other things that she needs to have in her home office. And she almost cried. She was so out of her mind, so excited about this like living, breathing room that's going to hold her collection and be the favorite color of her shoe. And it just like completely inspired her and was, it was emotional and it's so, so exciting for us as designers that we get to create this sort of Barbie dream house of a room with a glass door on it. And it's going to be really, really fantastic. So you can even get inspired by a single shoe. Yeah, I think looking at some of your past purchases will tell you a lot about yourself. Sometimes people are like, I don't know. I don't know what colors I like. I don't know. And we're like, well, go into your closet. Like, what do you purchase? That's what you feel pretty in. Yep. Right? And so maybe you keep buying this, maybe you keep buying like desert tones, like rust and nudes and pinks and, you know, some of those those really pretty desert tones because you look pretty in them. It makes your skin pink up a little bit. So let's use desert tones in your room or, you know, maybe you're always wearing fall tones because you're a beautiful redhead. And so we can use that in your upholstery and throw pillows and that sort of thing. So look to your closet for, for clues. Um, I think that's really telling that. Yeah, definitely. Whenever I find a picture and this is probably because if I'm like write music, I have to like consciously not plagiarize. So if I get inspired on something, I try to like drill down a little bit more and go to the next level. Mm. So if I like see a picture of something that I like for an interiors, I try to like pinpoint what I like. Maybe it's the lighting. And then I try to, you know, like on Pinterest, you can go in, you read the article, be like, oh, the lighting is from here. And then go to that website, especially if I think that the lighting's like close, but it's like not quite there. Yeah. And I just go to that website and just look at, mm-hmm. you know, lighting in that same vein on the website and be like, find something that maybe speaks to me more. Yeah. So, which is also another thing. Like sometimes I don't always disregard everything that I see just because it doesn't feel like the right thing. Sometimes you'd have to drill down a little bit more. Totally. Yep. I love that. And I like the one you said that you don't want to plagiarize music. Don't plagiarize spaces. Mm. Totally. Yeah. I, don't, I think, yeah, that's giving yourself not enough credit. Definitely. So I think. Yeah, you're an individual. Exactly. And we have a lot of people, we work for a lot of influencers and, you know, we do a lot of beautiful spaces. And there are sometimes people there come and say, I want that exact thing. You're like, really? <laughs> You're like, darn it. We could, we could be inspired by that space. What yeah. do you like about that bedroom? Perfect. Okay. You like the wall color? Great. We can do that. What else do you like? There's got like, what other things are you? Mm-hmm. And then that space will be so much more dynamic than just like copying the influencer's room Yeah. to the, to the bottom line. Um, so there's definitely things to be inspired by. Mm-hmm. We're inspired all day long by looking at spaces, but never do we want to replicate it, you know, yeah. because we're all different. We'd be, we'd be so boring if we all didn't said the same thing all the time. Yeah. So. Let's celebrate your you-ness, yes, you know, please. that's just, it's such a, each of our, I think, individual souls and spirits and, and experiences in life. Um, they're all clues as to what we are and who we are and, it's awesome to be inspired by someone else and, and, you know, the combination of things that they have. And we can be inspired by that too, but we're always going to want to crack a new code and, and pull you out of that if we can. And you guys can do that for yourselves too. I think be inspired, like Sue said, um, you know, use that photo as inspiration, but not as a map. And don't necessarily be worried that this new you that you're discovering, that one space you're starting with right now, doesn't get along with the old you and the other spaces in your house. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and crack it and like start you today in that new space. And then when you can, touch the other rooms and start to make those more like you or start to edit out the things that don't make you happy. 
Yeah, it's addictive. Yeah, it and it's a, journey, it's, right? it's a journey. Right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I love this journey for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. So good. Oh, thanks so much for listening today, you guys. I hope that this has been um, just fun and inspirational for you. And I hope actionable that you can really find yourself so that you can create interiors that are unique to you as a person. Um, thanks so much for listening. If you guys have any questions, comments, any ideas for future podcasts, please write in at dearalice at alicelanehome.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 